Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, Karen uh, Keehan is a Limerick mother and among one of the first same-sex couples in the country to be a legal co-parent after registering the birth of her twins recently with her partner. She's on the line now with Rene von Medding, who's co-founder of Equality for Children, to chat about it. And You're welcome and good morning to you. Um, Karen, how does this feel and how different is it, by the way, because you would have some experience of what it was like um, with your other child. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Good morning. That's right. Um, yeah, I suppose uh, we're, we're actually so busy at the moment. It's just, you know, one of those things that every parent has to do is to register your children after they're born. And of course, look, we were in the know this time. Our twins are five weeks old today, Oscar and Anna. And we were in the know this time that you know, the process would be, uh, I suppose, a lot more straightforward than it was when we had to re-register our son last year, um, where we had to go go through the court system to do that. So, And um, what has made it simpler this time? Well, I suppose, look, kind of going back historically, the Children and Family Relationships Act, uh, it, it's an act of 2015. Um, and whilst um, it, it was an act in 2015, it took until May last year and a lot of uh, false promises from the government uh, to get to that point where parts of that act could be commenced that would allow couples like myself to register our children. So therefore, that we could go on the birth cert of our children. So to kind of give you some background, Joe, my wife gave birth to all three of our children, um, which made me, until May, until uh, August last year, it made me um, a legal stranger to, to our first son, Freddie. Um, and then until recently, our twins, um, Oscar and Anna. So we had to, once in May last year, the laws were commenced from that, that act. So it took five years to do, to do that, um, which allowed us and myself and, and many couples like myself to, to go into the court system and look for a declaration of parentage um, that, you know, would declare that we are parents to our children. And rightly so. So we did that through the courts last year. Um, luckily for us, it was a relatively straightforward matter. Um, we didn't need a solicitor involved, though I know a lot of couples have solicitor involved. That's going to come an extra cost to them. Um, it was very straightforward here in Limerick. And moving on from that, this year we had um, to register our child. We just needed some uh, further declarations or uh, twin further declarations, and we had to have a solicitor sign off on that. And we sent it to the department last week, and they said to me, "Look, or the week before, we have we have another application in, and that was that couple in Cork that we saw in the news last week." Um, and your application is in together and we'll have that registered. So they were registered last Thursday and we I received their birth cert in the post yesterday and very straightforward that I, I'm on that and now I have all the, the same legal rights as their birth mother uh, has. How did it feel when you got that in the post? Um, I suppose, look, it's a sense of relief. Um, but other than that, it kind of just feels like this is just normal life. This is this is what should happen for for all parents, you know. Um, and that's not the case. And I suppose that's why we wanted to highlight this today when your show, Joe, was that although I'm in a very lucky position and because I ticked a few boxes, myself and Cloda, half my wife, ticked a few boxes, we met some of the, the, the criteria um, that the, 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 the Children and Family Relations Act asked of us. Um, we met that criteria and we were able to slot into that. But that's not the case for all families. And there are a lot of families still left in legal limbo 
Um, and in, I think in 2021, you know, th- that's a bit rich. I mean, <laughs> to have children that are not legally protected by their parents in 2021 is, is very concerning. And I suppose we're calling on all local and national politicians to get behind the campaign Equality for Children that Rene will talk about uh, and and talk to families like us, understand the problems that lie within um, and then urgently go about rectifying those problems so that these children can be protected. Um, and and Karen, very, I think it's very important to understand the practicalities of this yes. for people who haven't experienced it. I mean, one impact was and we know it well, the neonatal unit through fundraising here at yes. Live 95, uh, but the, when your twins were in the neonatal that had direct impact on you, didn't well, look, I suppose that's, that's down to, to COVID. Um, my wife was only allowed in. So they were in the neonatal unit for three weeks. Um, they're home two weeks today. Um, our first son spent 10 days in the neonatal unit in Limerick. We've done some fundraising ourselves for the neonatal and we will continue to do so, Joe. An absolutely phenomenal uh, group of people that work there and amazing to the most vulnerable little people. Um, they start, they're just, it's, I'm blown away from the care that not they only, they only give to the children but to the emotionally drained parents as well. Yeah, yeah they're amazing. It's, yeah. It's, they're amazing down there. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, it was hard. I, I, we could only, when the, when the twins were in the incubators for a couple of weeks, obviously I couldn't see them. And then once they, they graduated to a cot, Claude could bring them to the window where myself and Freddie could go, go and visit them. So they were three weeks in. But luckily, you know, they were just small. They were, they were born at 33 weeks gestation. They were just little um, and they're home now and they're getting stronger by the day. Okay, we're chatting to Karen Keehan. As I mentioned, Rene von uh, Medding is also with us, co-founder of Equality for Children. Uh, good morning to you, Rene. And it was interesting to hear Hi, Karen's story there. And, and also the fact that she was saying that they were able to tick a number of boxes in uh, the legal side of it that allowed sure. them to do this relatively easily. But as she pointed out, that doesn't apply to everybody. Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it's really important to not only celebrate the steps forward, you know, so the happy news that was in the papers last week, you know, it is a very important step forward. But it's also really crucial that we we remember that only certain same-sex female couples actually qualify for this. So anyone who hasn't conceived their children in the way that is set out in the CFRA, um, remains in this situation where only one of the parents can be a legal parent and the other is a stranger to their child. And, okay. You know, so and so wh- which, which way that, is you know? set out then? Okay, so in order to um, avail of this law, you have to be a same-sex female couple who has conceived their child in an Irish fertility clinic using an identifiable donor. That's a donor who goes on to a donor registry. Um, and then the child also has to be born in Ireland. So if you meet most of the criteria, but um, then say the child is not born in Ireland, you would be disqualified. Um, And and just to be clear, does that only um, apply to same-sex couples or is some of that legislation across the board? It is across the board in a way. So prior to um, this legislation being enacted, for example, if you're a heterosexual couple and you went to fertility treatment, you possibly used an egg donor or a sperm donor. Um, as long as the female in that relationship gave birth, you would essentially be deemed to be the biological parents regardless. You would kind of be given a presumption of parentage um, as long as the female in the relationship was giving birth. Surrogacy would be a different uh, scenario. Um, however, since the legislation came in last May, anyone who conceived through an Irish fertility clinic, even if you're a heterosexual couple, and if you use 
um, a donor, whether that be egg or sperm donation, um, you would be required to have your donor on the registry. So you would continue to be recognized as your child's parents, but there would be additional information on your child's birth certificate. However, I suppose, um, you know, you don't have to go to an Irish fertility clinic if you're a heterosexual right. couple. So, Renee, what more do you want to see then? I suppose we want to see equality for all children. Like, as Karen was saying, only that scenario is covered. So anyone who is, say, for example, a gay dad who has conceived their child, child or children through surrogacy is excluded. Anyone who has done intracervical insemination, which is at-home insemination with a donor, they are excluded. Anyone who has had fertility treatment abroad is excluded. Anyone who has had their children abroad is excluded. So, you know, there's lots of people moving home to Ireland now and wanting to come home and be with their family, you know, with the situation the world is in. But a lot of people can't come home because if they come home, they will lose their legal status as their child's parents. Why was this not not covered then in that legislation? I suppose they they just wanted to put some sort of framework in. Um, it was drafted prior to marriage the marriage referendum, uh, just prior because I suppose they realised that they needed to have some sort of framework for um, donor assisted conception, um, and they didn't look at the full picture. They kind of said, okay, what's what's one scenario that we can legislate for, and we will definitely get this through, and we'll get some sort of framework in there. Um, and they just didn't look at the whole picture. You know, so there is a bill coming up called the Assisted Human Reproduction Bill, which hopefully will cover all the gaps left by the CFRA. Um, so we at Equality's Children are calling on the government to publish a report recently completed by Dr. Connor O'Mahony, which he was appointed, appointed by the former Minister for Health, uh, Simon Harris, to do a report on all the gaps um, in the CFRA and what is needed going forward. Right. So we want that report published and we want to see those recommendations implemented. Okay, okay, very good. Well, listen, thank you very much for telling us about that this morning. Rene Van Medding, who's co-founder of Equality for Children and Limerick mother Karen Keehan and congratulations uh, to you, uh, Karen. Uh, a lot of change in your lives recently. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.